Do you look at your mountain of goals and feel stuck? Or have you already achieved great things and yet you know there's still more? Then you've come to the right place. We're here to offer practical tools and tangible strategies to change your mindset. And challenge you to produce a life beyond the norm. I'm Nate. I'm Lara. Welcome to the Transcendence Podcast. So we've been talking about the seven challenges we will face in life. We've talked about cynicism. We've talked about moral compromise. We've talked about disconnection and irrelevance. And this week, we're going to be talking about pride. What does healthy pride look like? What does unhealthy pride look like? Um, Ways to overcome unhealthy pride and ways to step into a healthy pride. And let's remember that these are really personal challenges, right? These are things that only you can change, only you can see, only a lot of times, these are things that people can a lot of times hide, but people see part of it. They don't like it, so they avoid you. But when you actually lean into these and overcome all seven of these challenges, you can live as the best version of yourself and have a lot higher chance to accomplish those goals that you set out. And we will say too, just like we've said in previous episodes, when you're listening to this, think about yourself and yourself only. Don't go in your mind and start thinking, oh yeah, I know that person. They're they're very prideful or, oh, that person's really humble. Think about yourself. What does it look like for you as a challenge in your life? And so let's break down what is the difference between healthy pride and unhealthy pride because too many people want to throw pride one way or the other. They want you to be proud, but you can't be prideful. And it's very confusing a lot of times because there's so many quotes saying, this is why pride is so bad. And then there's so many people saying, well, if you're not proud of what you do, you can't be confident. So there has to be a clear separation. What is healthy pride and what is unhealthy pride? Healthy pride looks like you being proud, you being confident in what you've accomplished, you being happy and showing that joy that you were able to accomplish whatever it is and you were able to do it by yourself or with the team that you were proud to be part of that team. It's anything that's celebrating, right? You want to celebrate the victories and celebrate the wins. And Lauren, I actually have a whole podcast on leaning into your pride, leaning into being celebratory of the things you accomplish. Now, healthy pride though, never exaggerates. See, it's not bragging. It's not boasting if you're not exaggerating. If it's true and it's actually what you accomplished, then yes, be proud of that. The moment we start to exaggerate is the moment we start to leave and lean into unhealthy pride. See, unhealthy pride isn't a confidence. It's not a joy celebration. It's a defense mechanism. Unhealthy pride is a defense mechanism to protect somebody's own self, to, to protect their value or to protect their reputation as seen by other people. They want to protect the way that other people view them and the way that people feel about them. So they feel the need to exaggerate what they've accomplished to try to build themselves up or try to build their value or try to build their reputation or their credit. When in reality, what it'll end up doing is just losing respect of those people that you're trying to actually impress. You can see an unhealthy pride come across in a lot of different ways. It could be, you know, making the conversation all about that person. You find that every time you talk with this person, it's all about them. Or maybe they struggle to empathize with other people when other people are going through hard situations. They might experience self-pity when they don't receive praise. They might constantly worry about what other people think. Um, If you look on the Enneagram, the deadly sin of an Enneagram 2 is pride. So this is going to be something that if you're a 2 on the Enneagram, you study or you struggle with the most. They might avoid people who may be excelling further in life. They may just disconnect from those people because they don't know how to keep up. Or it could just be that they're looking for flaws in other people, just looking to point out how someone else went wrong to make themselves feel elevated. You know, for me, when I see a person who is not prideful, they make you feel like a million bucks. Someone
someone who is prideful, it doesn't make you want to be around them. They're not, they have an attractive spirit about them. And so I think it's really important that as we step into cultivating leadership, we look to be that attractive person. And that happens through healthy pride and humility. Yeah, because you'll see a common theme, all those things that Laura just talked about. There's this common theme that they uh, they honestly become obsessed with themselves, right? We talk about the Enneagram too. They're trying to protect their value or, or the impact that they have. So that's the reason that they do things is out of pride and not out of, you know, a helping spirit. And again, some people are protecting their reputation. Some people are just trying to elevate themselves, but it's always centered around them, like Laura said. So this becomes really ineffective in leadership because people, like Laura said, don't want to be around you. You you create very, very shallow relationships that people are like, they're really excited to tell you something and then you just one up them. And then they're like, okay, well, I don't really want to tell that person anything great again. And also, like I said, last podcast, a lot of our big goals require a lot of people. They require other people to help us on those goals because they're so big. They're so large that we either have accountability partners or we have people to help support us or your goal is a team-based goal. And it's going to be so hard to connect with those people when you're prideful because like Laura said, they don't want to be around you. They don't want to listen to you. They don't want to communicate. And when you disconnect yourself that way, you end up being very lonely. What you end up finding is that the most prideful people end up also being the loneliest people because they're constantly obsessing over themselves, their value, their input in the world, their impact. And people don't always want to talk about the other person. They want a good mix of talking about the other person and themselves. So it's important that you're leaning into the other person's, you know, accomplishments, their wins, their greats, what they're struggling with. You're you're putting so much attention on them and then they put that attention back on you. It's a give and take whenever you're building a relationship, whether it be a work relationship, a significant other, you, your kids and you, there has to be a give and take. When it's all one-sided, the other person's going to push away and then you become very, very lonely. And you can hold on to your pride or your self-pity or whatever it may be, but you're also going to be lonely because the other people aren't going to be there right next to you. So the best way to overcome pride is to start practicing humility. Now I want to make a clear distinction here too, because there's a big difference between humility and humiliation. See, humility is putting your own self out there. It's owning your wins, but it's also owning your mistakes, right? It's it's being able to call yourself out and have that modest viewpoint about yourself. It's putting attention on others more than you put your attention on yourself. When we talk about humiliation, you're directly putting down others. It's where you're trying to prevent other people from being prideful, but in return, you end up being prideful. So make sure you're focusing on humility. Turn that spotlight back on you and say, hey, I want to celebrate what I did right, but I also am human and this is what I do wrong. This shows your humanity to the people. It shows your vulnerability. And when you can show that to people, it digs into people's heart. It connects you emotionally. And when you can do that, then you can clearly communicate to them. When you can clearly communicate, you can help generate insight, perspective, and you can lead them well. It's this domino effect that it's going to go one way or the other. It's either going to go down this, this path of avoidance, resentment, and ultimately loneliness, or it's going to go down this path of generosity, you know, love and connection and accomplishment of the goal to where you guys can actually celebrate those wins together. This just made me think of just social media and the power that it has in the influencer world that we live in. We can look at people's social media and think, wow, they have it all together. They have this, they have that. Um, But my favorite people to follow are the people that share their whole life. You know, of course, they're not going to share everything because people still have their private lives as influencers, but they're willing to show you the not so perfect parts of their house, of their life. Um, I was just watching a mom who shared about her stretch marks after having a baby. And I was like, wow, like, okay, she's an influencer and she's actually sharing, hey, my body's not perfect after having a baby. 
and it made me connect with her instead of feeling like I was less than because I didn't snap back right away after having a baby, right? So it really helps connect when people show their humanity, when they show that they are imperfect and it's okay to be imperfect because we live in an imperfect world. I love this quote by C.S. Lewis that says, true humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. Yeah, that's so important because the idea is not to put yourself down. And yeah. now you're in self-pity, which is just as destructive as self-elevation, right? When you when you exaggerate yourself one way or the other, whether it's pity or whether it's above everyone, no one wants to be around that. So no matter which way you exaggerate it is bad. So don't take this the wrong way. Don't start just putting yourself down. It's just focusing on other people more. Yep. Just turn the attention to them more. You know, you could even practice being more generous and giving. I also want to point out the fact that you don't want to be generous for trying to get some kind of value, some kind of accreditation, or some getting kind it of, in return. Yeah, or trying to get some kind of power play. You want to be generous for the sake of being generous. You know, this is why it's the deadly sin of an Enneagram 2. And we dive into this in the Enneagram 2 episode, but the Enneagram 2 is a helper. So their natural instinct is to help. The big difference between a healthy helper and an unhealthy helper is the intention as to why they help. A healthy helper helps out of the pure generosity of them, out of just loving people. The unhealthy helper does it to try to get accreditation, to try to get their value from it, and to try to just get more attention turned on them. That's where you see the unhealthy version of pride come through. And two other practical ways to cultivate humility is to be open to new ideas, advice, and be willing to take criticism. Humble people are willing to hear how they can change, how they can improve. They're okay with hearing the criticism and they take it and they learn from it and they correct the areas in their life that they need to. And lastly, I would say that practicing gratitude is one of the best ways to stay grounded. When you can look at your life and focus on the things that bring you joy that you can be grateful for, it will remind you of your roots. It will remind you of how far you've come, of the work that you've done to get where you are. Yeah, if you're willing to create a feedback-rich environment, especially as a leader, right, when you're willing to have your team say, hey, critique me, you know, it's really easy to critique down in a chain of command, but hey, you critique me, critique up. That's powerful. And be willing to take anything they say and not be offended. Don't try to get defensive and create excuses for everything. Take what they say and be like, okay, yeah, I need to show up better as a leader. And I see this not even in the business world. Yes, that works too. But from another perspective, how about parenting? How about as a friend? You know, maybe ask your friends, how can I show up better as a friend for you? How can I show up as a better mom, as a better sister, as a better daughter? What ways can I show up better for you? And when we're talking about gratitude, it ties back in, you know, being content with where you're at. You know, be grateful for what you have. And I'm not saying be satisfied. You should always want more. You should always be striving for more, but be grateful for what you have. Don't be disengaged and ungrateful because when that happens, the pride starts to come back through. Your The entitlement starts to come back through. So be content, be grateful. Own who you are, the goods, the bads, the ugly, own who it is and create the feedback rich environment where people feel that they can be open and that you're not going to get offended, but you're just wanting to grow. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. We hope that you've learned something new, that you feel challenged and are inspired to live a life beyond the norm. If something in this episode stuck out to you, be sure to screenshot the podcast, post it on Instagram and tag us in it. Let us know what captivated you. And speaking of Instagram, we would love to connect with you and let you be the first to know about our new episodes and exciting updates. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to leave us a rating and review. This will allow us to expand our reach and let others know that they can benefit from this podcast as well. We appreciate you spending your time with us and we can't wait to be with you again soon.
Join us next time as we continue to live a life beyond the norm.